Hello, and welcome to Expect More of Law, the podcast. I'm Professor Tanya Lehman, Dean of Law at Flinders University, and I'm delighted to be hosting this podcast celebrating law at Flinders University. In this podcast series, I'll be presenting inspirational interviews with current students and graduates who share their experiences about where their law studies have taken them across the spectrum of legal professions and industries. We'll take a deep dive into the current challenges faced by legal practitioners and present industry insights into the future of law. I hope these fearless voices inform and inspire you just as they have me. Hello everybody, my name's Tanya Lehman and I'm delighted again to be interviewing one of our Flinders Law alumni as part of our 30 Years 30 Stories series. And today I have with me Adam Ludlow. Adam, would you like to introduce yourself please? Thank you Tanya. Um, look, thanks very much for having me here. Yes, uh, I'm Adam Ludlow. I'm a partner at HWL Ebsworth Lawyers in Adelaide, a national firm. It's really nice to be back here. I haven't been back here for probably 20 or so years. I was a first lot through in 1992. The place looks pretty much the same, except for the hub, which is just amazing. Mm. Uh, completely different to what it was in my day. So yes, I started here in 1992, 30 years ago, or yeah, 30 years ago, and there were only 30 of us in the first year. Wow. Yeah. So I want to take you right back to that momentous decision to study law. Yeah. What led you to that? Thank you. It's a good question. I'd always enjoyed humanities at school and English and debating. In particular, I always was fascinated and, and remained so at the use of language to impart a meaning which is as concise as possible, both verbally and in the written form. Mm. So, and mm. I think law is a good outlet for that. Thinking back over your time at Flinders, you were in that very first yes. cohort. Are there any highlights that you can remember from your time? I can. There was many highlights. We had the dean at the time, Rebecca Bailey Harris. She used to come out on all the pub crawls with us. <laughs> Not sure if you do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I also remember Dr. Elliot Johnston, QC, who was one of the founding lecturers, of course. Yes, uh, yes. And uh, I think at one stage I was sort of getting distracted at university with all the things going on in a young man's life at the time. And he pulled me aside and he said, Adam, I can tell that you're getting a bit distracted from your studies. And he said, why is that? And I said, law is so intangible. I'm just sort of struggling to see what actually what it does. And he said, Adam, I went through the very same thing when I was studying law. And he, and he goes, come with me. And he, he took me to the window of his office mm -hmm. and he showed me and he goes, Adam, you can, never, you can never touch or feel the law, but you can always see the results, the traffic lights, people coming and going and doing what they're doing, the, the daily interactions. That's a result of the law. It's so important. And that really helped me out and got me back into focus in my studies. And of course, Flinders Law is so honoured and privileged to hold annually the Elliot Johnson AOQC, or now KC, I suppose, but QC, mm, mm. Uh, memorial oration in his honour. Mm, it had mm. such an enormous impact, uh, not only on students at Flinders here, but on the legal profession yes. in South Australia. So oh, that's a wonderful memory. Mm, mm. So now you've told us that you now are a partner at HWL Ebsworth. Yes. So can you give us an overview of your career journey that's led you Certainly. to that position? Thank you. At the time when I did law, so four years, of course, undergraduate, so finished in 90, 1995, I then the, my family moved to Queensland because Dad was in commercial property as well mm -hmm. and the economy was booming in Queensland at the time. So we moved up there. The way you got admitted as a solicitor 
in Queensland at the time was doing two years articles of clerkship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I did that, but always kept my eye on Adelaide, always wanted to return to Adelaide Mm -hmm. and returned to Adelaide in 2000 and have spent most of my career here with Finlayson's lawyers. I was Mm -hmm. there for 15 years where I was also Mm -hmm. partner there. I became a partner in 2008 and joined HWL Ebsworth in 2019. So coming up three and a half years there. So I head up the commercial property team there and really enjoy it. So a career in private practice. Tell us a little bit about the sorts of matters that sure. might come through your inbox in an in a average week sure. or uh, month. Th- thank you. Well, typ- well, commercial property, so it's typically the sale or purchase of commercial land, mm-hmm. be it industrial or commercial office buildings. Mm-hmm. And uh, we tend to act, being a national firm, we tend to act for the larger, larger organisations, uh, national organisations and some international. So my contract law uh, with Dr Stewart is, is used daily. Yes. So that's, uh, that's good. Martin Hinton, I don't use criminal, have <laughs> or, so I haven't used that. But so certainly a lot of uh, all commercial property and leasing and investigating properties before clients buy them to make sure that there's no legal nasties. So it's not just contract law that you're no. using there. What sort of skill set are you bringing to give your clients really good advice? Sure. Thank you. Well, so from the, from the legal perspective, it would certainly be contract law and property law, of course, uh, and trusts, which was the one subject at the time when I did it, property and trusts, if mm-hmm. I recall correctly, and also corporations law. They're probably the key areas that I use, but also use the debating skills that we, we honed and learned at university the ability to get up and speak confidently to a, a large group of your peers, which never stops being daunting. No, but no. But it certainly learnt those skills here. They're probably the key aspects, yeah. In your role currently, what are the most exciting, stimulating aspects of sure. your work? The things that get you out of bed and, sure. and, and keen to get to work? Thank you. That's a good question. I mean, it's, there's two aspects of that. There's From the commercial perspective, I really enjoy looking after my clients and minimising for them their exposure to undue commercial or legal risk. So I'm just going to interrupt there. That's bringing not just a traditional legal skill set, but a broader understanding of business, understanding of risk, understanding of compliance. That's quite right. But it relies, of course, heavily on a good, a solid working understanding of the legal issues at hand Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. your client's potential exposure to risk. But I must say that the thing that continues to excite me the most about working in the legal profession, particularly now that I'm a partner and in charge of the property team, is involved in the recruitment of young law students, law clerks through our clerkship program, mm-hmm. but also and mentoring them through their journey should they come on board as junior solicitors and helping them grow and develop their practice and learning from them. That's mm. the most fascinating part because they bring such an interesting perspective, having, of course, having graduated far more recently than I. And even if, whilst they won't be as legally experienced, every day learn something from them because you can sit down and be involved in a commercial legal issue and they might offer a different perspective on it. So let's flip that now and, mm. and let me ask you, what are some of the most challenging things that you've encountered in your, in your years of practice? Sure. Look, that, that, uh, we all know that uh, any profession, it's hard work. Probably the hardest thing, I think, is managing both personal time and work time. Mm-hmm. It's so important to manage both effectively mm-hmm. and make sure that you have time for yourself. I think in times gone past, the legal profession had a bit of a name for perhaps requiring people just to work too hard. I would like to think that's changing, particularly now with the ability to work effectively out of the office. Mm. And I think COVID has hastened that and the, the legal fraternity's acceptance of that. But certainly myself and my other partners, we're, we've embraced that. I think gone are the days of 
requiring to be in the office at all hours. Mm. So to back, back to your question, the hardest thing I think has been, but I think it's changing, is managing your time effectively. And, of course, there's been so much discussion recently yeah. around the well-being of legal practitioners yes, and how right. to manage that. That's right. And are your finding that management of time is a crucial part of, Absolutely. of protecting your own well-being? Absolutely. I would say first and foremost to, to, to law students that one of the key things you must do when you're practising law is find time for yourself, friends and family, but also exercise, fit, keep mm. physically fit because that really helps with mental health and physical health, of course. Uh, I think the legal profession is really focused now on mental health and indeed my firm, for example, has regular seminars on issues such as mental and physical health and well-being, even healthy eating. We also have, like I imagine most law firms, a confidential counselling service should you need assistance from time to time and, as I say, it's confidential so the partners never know if someone accesses the service. Mm. And so this is all part of being a, a, a thriving yes, lawyer that's and right. a thriving legal profession professional is not just spending the time looking after your clients or looking after the business, but really investing in yourself and looking after yourself. That's right. Because ultimately we would see it as a lifetime career. Thinking of studying more? Expect more. More focus on your future. More support. More skills. And more professional placements. Expect more of law. Apply to Flinders today. In your capacity as a partner, but really in your capacity as someone who's who's thinking about where your business is going, where your That's practice right. is going, where your team is going, I'm sure that you're scanning not only the horizon in your area of practice, but also what's happening in adjacent lanes, if Absol- you like. Absolutely. And so what are, you, what are you aware of in your space and the things that are happening outside that are likely to impact your area of practice going forward? Sure. I think across all areas of law is the continued advance of technology. That's the biggest change, I think, and that will continue to drive change. So, for example, property has traditionally been paper-based through the, the real prop- the Torrance title, lands titles registration system. We've gradually moved on to an electronic system, which has been adopted across Australia. Mm. There's still some facets which are still paper-based, but that I think is rapidly changing. I see from other areas of the law that, for example, my intellectual property partners are very busy as that area continues to expand through online areas and the threats that social media and other online avenues can offer to intellectual property. But also I think we're going to see a continued rapid advance of criminal law in that area as it makes changes to keep up with online threats. So I'm aware that increasingly when proprietors or purchasers are looking to value the cost of commercial property, they're looking at some of the data analytics of of who's using the property, when, how, customers in shopping centres, where they might spend their time. Is that something that's coming across your uh, inbox at all? Absolutely. We see that quite often in the terms of if we're acting for a purchaser or even a vendor, they've, they've done their due diligence, their homework on what they think is the worth of, the worth of a property. And for example, if it's a shopping centre, as you've noted, foot traffic can mm. be a big factor in, well, we think your client as the vendor is asking a bit much because of X, Y and Z as evidenced by this traffic report. We're certainly seeing that. We're also seeing, I think, as an adjunct to what you're saying, an extension of electronic data rooms. Gone are the When I was a very junior solicitor, you'd, as part of the due diligence process, you'd be tasked with going into a room with document folders yes. and folders of documents <laughs> and a pencil so you couldn't mark them. Uh, but now it's all online. Mm. 
and it's far easier to access. Mm. And so different ways that lawyers are doing their jobs yes. and access to different tools. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We're also seeing, for example, it'd be interesting to hear how the university is tackling that in terms of its lectures uh, and in the old approach to execution of deeds and contracts where you had to have a wet ink signature as mm. evidence of someone having duly signed. The law is still playing catch up in that area, but there is still some requirement for wet ink signatures, but we're gradually seeing a lot of documentation, for example, being signed and accepted by various authorities, being signed through programs such as DocuSign. Now, I know that your firm is a national firm, mm. and so you will have had the experience now of working with colleagues in states all across Australia. Yes. Mm. How has that changed the way that you work and your colleagues work? Thank you. That's a good question. It's pretty much seamless from a client's perspective. So, for example, I've worked on trans large transactions in other states, notwithstanding that my team and I are based in Adelaide, because, mm. of course, you interact through the client largely through email, phone calls, and more and more Teams, Microsoft Teams, and things of that nature. So it hasn't been an issue at all. And, in fact, you know, we offer some of our clients secondments for some of our junior lawyers, and they don't necessarily have to be housed interstate or with, physically with the client anymore. They can operate from wherever they're actually based in, in our firm. So lots of new ways of working lots of new too. Ways. That's right. More flexible and opportunities that perhaps might not have existed before to really Absolutely. play on the national stage. Absolutely. And I think one of the one of the big things too, which we do now, which I'm really pleased to see, is that for example, we've actually got a couple of people in our Adelaide office who actually work for our Melbourne team full time. Mm. Mm. Because they're doing that because they've got a young family and their support networks are here. So we're happy to accommodate that. So it's wonderful to see uh, some of these changes mm. in the legal profession that really are going to support the well-being yes. of practitioners, their families, yes. and ultimately to improve the value of the services for That's the right. clients. That's right. So I want to just take you right back now. If you had to give that young Adam... <laughs> some advice uh, as he was about to start his studies, either about study or about his legal career more broadly, sure. what advice would you give him? I would say after the lecture, go and digest the notes and do all the readings and put it all in an organised folder such that when it comes to exam time, it's not a mad <laughs> panic. Anything else? <laughs> no, I, I think I would also say uh, as I did, I was alive to that, is make sure that you continue to keep up work experience and not necessarily in the law too, but look for a job because what we look for, for example, and what really helps, I think, uh, students get a job is demonstrating areas where they've shown constantly are required to show leadership. So be it working in a retail store or a coffee shop or what have you, interacting with people and leadership and making decisions on the fly. That's very impressive on the CV. Marks are very important, of course, but it's not the be-all and the end-all. And that young Adam who's just finished his law degree and about to launch himself into the world mm. of legal practice or potentially other avenues as a legal professional, what mm. advice would you give him? I think I probably, yeah, just as I touched upon before, just make sure you continue to focus on physical activity and health. That's very important. It makes you far more balanced and productive legal practitioner, I think. Also, don't be afraid to ever ask for legal help if, you, if you're, you're stuck on something through your mm -hmm. peers or mm -hmm. the more senior lawyers. But also, I would say you can't be expected to come out of university knowing everything. Mm -hmm. There's not a day going mm -hmm. by that whoever the legal practitioner and whatever their experience is, there's not a day that goes by where they don't learn something. Don't be afraid to, as I say, ask, put your hand up for help and 
just take in all that you can from others. That's a great place to conclude because life in the law is a continuous learning journey. It, it is indeed, it? it is indeed. Mm. Mm. Always more to learn and the opportunity really to help mm. teach others too. Thank you so much, Adam, Pleasure. for coming Thank in today. You. It's been a wonderful opportunity to chat with one of our very first students and of course in our first cohort of graduates too. <laughs> yes. And really to get an insight into your career journey over now a number of years. Yes. And it's wonderful to see how Flinders has been the foundation for that with you. No, well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and a real opening to see how the university's changed. But some things are the same, but lots of things are the same. So it's, it's been wonderful to come back. Great. Thank you very much, thank Adam. You. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Expect More of Law, the podcast. If you've been inspired, influenced, informed or entertained, please subscribe to the podcast series. To find out more about Flinders Law, please visit flinders.edu.au slash law.